So be honest, break it down, keep the lines open, say goodbye, and make it fun. You can incorporate these into any kind of transformation project you're having. Hi, welcome to Change Out Loud, the podcast where change management intersects with everyday life. I'm Adnan Ali. And I'm Kara Sundar. Today, we are talking about resistance management. For those of you who might be new to the discipline, resistance is really common on any kind of project that you're going to be introducing any kind of change. Expect resistance and you'll already be farther than most people. Because when you're dealing with people, they need a certain level of comfort when they start thinking about, okay, what's coming with this change? What does this mean for me? How is my work going to change? Am I going to be successful? And so there's a lot of different reasons that somebody can resist a change. It's not always going to be something really personal or that they don't want to. Sometimes it's just a few tricks that you can pull out of your bag and help your project be more successful in managing resistance. So I've got five tenets for you today. And the first is be honest. Adnan, you and I talked about this before we started recording. What does that mean to you? It just means if you are promising something, deliver on it. So I think the thing that people value most is integrity, right? Do you keep your word? So don't lose sight of that in change management. I think a lot of times in the communications and the vision that we plan, we set these really high aspirations, which is fantastic. You want to set a high goal, but you want to be realistic too. Is this promise achievable? Are we actually setting out to do what we're doing And I think if you have an honest message, that's a message that people can rally around and they can be a part of. So it's a great way to overcome some of that resistance is just keep it real. I was thinking back to an implementation I did where we had come out of the gate with some pretty bold messaging. People were really curious and asking detailed questions that would be more appropriate closer to go live. Let's say that. And so we did a webinar where we said, here's what you're picturing. And it was a beautiful kitchen with you know, all the decorations in place. And you're asking us where the forks are, but here's where we really are. And it was an Ikea instruction manual for installing the cabinets. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you're working with a group of people who aren't used to how technical implementations go, you know, sometimes there's a fair amount of just figuring out what's in the box you've just ordered. And it's not just, hey, what color are the cabinets going to be here? (laughs) Where are the forks going to be? So that's what I think when I think about being honest, like just letting people know where you are, that there's nothing happening that, you know, they're out of the loop on, but just being forthright with what you know. Yeah. And and if it means that you're just letting them know that we're still figuring it out, I think most people can completely appreciate that. Absolutely. And that's a great segue into the next tenant, which is break it down. So when we think about these huge transformation efforts, I mean, it is so overwhelming to think about all of the changes that might be hitting someone. So if there's any way to break it into seasons or chapters or even just a cadence of communication that they can come to expect and understand, that is just going to get you so much goodwill because people will know what to expect and know that they aren't going to be hit with everything at the very last minute. I'm working on a launch right now where rather than doing one massive training launch, what we're doing is we're implementing the training in bite-sized pieces to time with how far people get into the system. So you're not going to get through the whole process in 
a few weeks. It's actually going to be a few months, most likely. So what we're doing is we're saying, hey, a few weeks before, we will launch the next section of training. So it's being launched in parallel with when you're about to use the system. Because otherwise, what happens is it's just so overwhelming. It's so much to take in. And let's be honest, you'll probably forget the steps that you're not reinforcing. So I I just love that one, Kara. Yeah, I'm thinking back to an implementation I did where we just were working with a group that was not particularly tech savvy. So this prior role had been like, they would send an email to somebody and that team would send a PDF back. And now we were asking them to log into a system, get the PDF themselves and be able to move more quickly. You can see what the benefits would be there. But if you're working with an audience that's used to just shooting off an email, that's going to be really uncomfortable. So we honestly just spent a couple of months meeting regularly with this group and learning how to share their screen in Teams. Like that's where we started. Like, okay, I'm going to call on you. Can you share your screen and show me what you're seeing? And just getting comfortable sharing their screen. I mean, bless their heart. My Southern girl's coming out now, but just meeting people where they are and breaking it down as much as necessary for that group to feel more confident and be ready to really receive training is going to be so critical. Next is keep the lines open. I don't know if this sounds familiar, but a project is announced, it gets funding, and then you don't hear about it and rumors start to swirl. Oh, what are they doing over there? I heard it's delayed. I heard it's not going well. And all of a sudden, all of these rumors have popped up. It doesn't serve people and it doesn't serve the project team either. So by keep the lines open, I mean, do easy things like creating a user committee, let's say. It might be appropriate for you to do a whole change network and go all out, but it might be appropriate for you to just have a key group of people that you know have a pulse on what's happening and when rumors are starting to pop up and meeting with them regularly. A question box, whether that's a virtual one or an on-site one, if you've got more of a a hands-on workforce. Office hours, I love office hours. I typically work with virtual workers, knowledge workers, And just having two hours on the calendar every week where you can just pop in and ask any question you want, no agenda, no training, you just come and this is all about you and your question has made such a difference. So keep those lines open, keep people talking because the worst thing you can do is say nothing. Exactly. I, I completely agree with that. And I really like the idea of office hours. That's something that I've been using and it's helped tremendously because it's that weekly check in that people have. And people come to really appreciate it and look forward to it is what you'll find over time. So it's definitely one of those things that'll help not only overcome resistance, but down the road, help to embed your change once you do go live. 100%. And reinforce some things that maybe they missed on the first training of many. (laughs) (laughs) And next is say goodbye. So this might seem counterintuitive. I know Adnan's waving at the screen. It might seem counterintuitive, but let's say that you're doing a big office move. And this is where people have gone to work every day for the last however many years. And all of a sudden, they're going to a brand new office where maybe they don't know where the copier is, or they don't sit next to their best friend anymore. Having a way to honor the past is sometimes really important. Not always. I mean, I wouldn't go overboard to... (laughs) Most people aren't sad to be rid of their paper systems or, you know, really old clunky technology. But in some cases, it might be appropriate to honor the fact that 
what was implemented in the past was there for a reason. Maybe they helped build it, even if they were in technology for very long. So just finding a way to honor that and move forward, I think, can really make a difference. Yeah. Sometimes it's the end of an era, believe it or not, these types of changes. If you're moving offices, I mean, these office leases, they run maybe for a decade and more. So it's a big change and it can mean the start of an entirely new direction for the company or where you're going. So you don't think of it as being a big deal, but really symbolically it is. And some people may feel it more than others. So I completely love this one because it really taps into, I think, empathy. Mm, So good. And last, don't forget to make it fun. I know that these technical implementations are not always fun. There's a lot of good reasons to resist it just because it's not like something to look forward to. But there are ways to start a conversation, keep people engaged, to keep learning as a community by making it fun. If you know me, you know I love anything cheesy. If there's a costume or a theme or anything like that, I'm all about it. So I would say even like looking at your employee events that are happening. Do you have an annual picnic or, you know, popsicles next to the parking garage? Let's say if you're in an in-person, could you sponsor an event like that or a table at your annual picnic, whatever? We did that on one of my projects. We had t-shirts, we passed out popsicles and we said, ask us anything, you know, we're here, may not have all the answers, but we're just having some fun. And then later on, we had a training fair which ended up being really fun because the tables were like battling against each other. So the SMEs had different topics that they were going to cover and and decorated their table. And we just tried to really go with something fun. So we made these boarding passes as tickets for reminders for people that on these days, this is when we would be having this event and, you know, come and join us. Here's your ticket kind of thing. I just love to insert whenever I can because work is boring enough sometimes and change is hard. So let's have some fun with it. Absolutely. And there's so many ways you can do it, even virtually these days. So if you want to do a coffee and chat, you can do that. That makes it fun and keeps it casual. It's not a formal event, right? It's just we're getting together, having a quick chat over coffee. Or if you want to be cheeky, you can have a chat with cocktails, (laughs) (laughs) depending on your office culture, of course, right? Not appropriate in every business environment. But hey, sometimes it is on a Friday at 6 p.m. of, hey, we're just going to have cocktails and a chat. Tell us how you're feeling. You can do so many things right now, especially virtually. There are games you can incorporate into your virtual meetings, platforms you can use. You're not really limited in any way by not being co-located right now. So don't feel that that is a limiter in any way. I know in my office culture, we are a pretty competitive group of people. So whenever I'm in charge of a meeting, I love to add some kind of trivia where somebody can win <laughs> because we all learn along the way what the right answer is. But then, you know, some props go out to the person who maybe had the answers. I really love that kind of gamification of things. Gamification is great. 100%. So listeners, we want to hear from you. Where have you applied these strategies? Have they worked? And what did we miss? So be honest, break it down, keep the lines open, say goodbye, and make it fun. You can incorporate these into any kind of transformation project you're having. I will say, if these don't work and you're using all the tools in your toolkit as a change manager, there may be something deeper going on. There could be past experience with change. There could be lack of psychological safety in a certain department. I mean, there's a number of reasons that you really would have to go deeper with these, but I think Coming out of the gate, if you can keep these in mind, 
They'll do nothing but help you be successful and also identify if you've got some of those deeper layers going on. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining today. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.